2-2 pitch. Hit toward third. Castro has it. Spins. Fires. A perfect game! Roy Halladay has thrown the second perfect game in Philadelphia. Line drive right center field. Base hit. Ground ball over the mound. Waiting for it. Oh, see, he booted it. One run is in. Here comes the throw. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of bell smashers podcast i'm your co-host kylie i'm jen and i'm haley and we are back for another season of phillies baseball it is there is 19 days left until pitchers and catchers report and the phillies <clears throat> since signing re-signing aaron nola have done nothing what do you mean? Colby Allard <laughs> isn't anything. It's nothing. I am so sorry, Colby. But no, they've done nothing at all. I mean, I agree. Very boring offseason to say the least. Yes. It's it's frustrating. Um, we, we know this team has been to the NLCS the last two years and won in 2022, but like this offseason, there's there's names on the board the Phillies can get. Still, there's Jordan Montgomery. There's still Blake Snell, for some reason. Yeah, which is kind um, of crazy. It is. Yeah, I did not expect a two-time Cy Young winner to wait this long to sign somewhere. Um, but I mean. I guess we're just kind of spoiled with how quick Trey Turner signed, how quick we got Schwarber. I mean, Castellanos took a second, but <clears throat> we've had these sort of quick off seasons with players. And I mean, I remember after uh, the beginning of this podcast where we were talking about not knowing what to talk about for every week and <laughs> every single week there was something happening, but this off season, there's nothing. It's the opposite. I mean, I feel like occasionally we'll see the Phillies included in rumors about potentially having interest in someone, but it doesn't turn into anything. No. Is it 
bad that I'm kind of okay with nothing happening this offseason. I know that it's been boring, but at the same time, this is a very talented baseball team. And sometimes when you like switch up that dynamic too much, you know, bad things can happen. We see that with other sports. Um, but the point that I am trying to make is maybe the Phillies truly do trust the talent that they currently have and they just want to let it ride. And yes, pitching is a problem. Um, you know, getting a stronger bullpen. I mean, I think that's every single baseball team except uh, the Dodgers. (laughs) Except them are probably like, okay, how can we, you know, help out the bullpen? How can we, you know, even with our, you know, starters? I think it's one of those things where we're always going to be looking at that in an aspect. Other than that, I really wouldn't change up that much. Yeah, there's definitely not any, there definitely aren't any glaring holes um, I, I get, I, obviously the Phillies have a lot of faith in Rojas. Um, they've, they've been looking for a depth piece at that position just in case, but we have the, the lineup is pretty much set. I mean, we have Martian mm-hmm. left, Rojas in center, Castellanos in right, Bryce at first, which we'll get to that whole thing in a second, because there's more on the first base situation as of. 10 minutes ago. Um, oh, I don't want to talk about second, it. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Stott at second. Turner at short. Boehm at third. JT at catcher. And the starting five, as Stella makes Stella, an appearance. Our co- We've our missed her. She's our uh, fourth co-host. So she's she- our mascot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have a rotation of... Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, Walker, and it's got to be Sanchez, right? Yeah. Who else would it at be least at in the beginning? Point? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, upset about it. I'm not upset about it. It's me neither. Like, it's okay to not do nothing. We've seen what happens when a team does everything in one offseason. <laughs> Padres, huh? <laughs> yep. That's what's in. That's what's in. You know and... what? We deserve to be punched. <laughs> not fighting. They'll never get old dunking on the Padres. No. It'll it'll never uh, get old. Your fall it last is... season really just solidified it all. Absolutely. The... That's what's You feel in. bad for the fans. <laughs> you almost feel bad for the fans. I don't. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sorry. They gave me I Dallas know. Cowboys energy. Like it, it's the same energy. You're going to talk the talk and you're not winning. And yet you're talking like you just, I mean, okay. I can't say five because the Cowboys did. Okay. But you're acting like you're the best team currently. And I'm like, okay, that's yeah. cool and all. But uh, did you make a world series appearance? And if the answer is no, then mm-hmm. shut up respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, <clears throat> what's annoying is when the Phillies lost in game seven to the, to the Diamondbacks, it was the same situation as last year when they lost the World Series to the Astros. The bats eventually got cold. Yeah. And I don't want to have any hindsight because... You never know what could happen in a World Series, but we would have at least made it more competitive than they did. It was um, so boring, by the way, was, watching 
the World Series. Um, I wanted to not watch it. I wanted to just hate, ignore it, if that's even a thing. But I was like, you know, it's baseball. It's the World Series. Like, I'm upset. I'm going to watch this anyways. I was bored. And for you to be bored during a World Series, I know that it's not the MLB's fault. They don't pick and choose who gets to be in it. But it's a bad product. It was. I mean, they can. They they can. I would appreciate if they picked the Phillies more. Like, they 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 can. They just don't. They won't. (laughs) Ethics. That's what's in. (laughs) (laughs) Never gets old. Um, but I mean, I went to Arizona. It the the ballpark, the energy wasn't there. Uh, the energy got it got loud when uh, I forget who hit that home run off of uh, Wheeler in the I want to say seventh, seventh or eighth. Somebody in the comments can correct me, or one of you two can correct me. It was seventh or eighth inning. It was like the first pitch of that inning. And then Wheeler shut him down after that. It was hilarious. Uh, but it was at that point, it was like 4 1. And I was like, oh my God, the Diamondbacks are going to come back and it's going to annoy me. But they that was some dedication, by the way, flying out to Arizona to see. Yeah, the just for the day, right? And they won that it game. Was, I don't even think. Yeah. <laughs> I was. don't even think I was there for 24 hours. Wow. Um, but so I you just flew out, you went to the game and then you just came back. I flew out like in the evening, the day before. No, the day of the, like, oh, the wow. day of, I'm pretty sure. Um, Did you buy the plane Wi-Fi? <laughs> no. So we got, we got the, um, well, I was texting you Haley on the plane. You were, got... that's why I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how did you do that? We upgraded the tickets because they were not that expensive at all. So we that's were just like, okay. yeah, right. Drinking game. How many times uh, will Haley say that's what's in? Take a shot. <laughs> Blacked out and brilliant. No. I'm I was going to say over under is 10 and a half. It's, <laughs> it's so hard not to say. It's so funny. I'm just it like is, encouraging it's so the happy funny. hour. Right. It's just, it's just such an iconic moment. And it was just. Because really, there's no way the Phillies can lose after these guys made that song. <laughs> no way. And it, it, lives, didn't. it lives on the internet forever now. Forever. But you know what I think about, though, with how the season ended? And I don't know about you guys. In my head, to cope with it, because I get so angry and so annoyed. I was out in Las Vegas, and I was angry. And my parents were like, Kayla, you're on vacation. Like, you can't be this angry. And I'm like. Y'all, I could punch a hole in the wall right now. Like, don't play I'm with me. Pissed. Absolutely. I blank it out. Like, it did not happen. Like, the way the season ended, it again, it's like how I coped with them not winning the World Series. You just blank it out. You're like, blank I got this night out of mind. But the reality is that did happen. And as much as there was good in the season, there's definitely a lot that does concern me about this mm-hmm. upcoming season. And you know, you can play a fantastic regular season. You know, we've seen that with teams like the Braves that absolutely <laughs> but, but um, like I'm sure like the Dodgers, for instance, are gonna have a really good regular season. How can they not? <laughs> they better they have Otani and Yamamoto. <laughs> playing, but when you go to the playoffs, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. And the Phillies, they do a really good job of really bringing the heat. 
But on the other hand, they went cold. So they brought the heat against the Marlins. They brought the heat against the Braves. And then against the Diamondbacks, they were up. They brought the heat in the beginning. And then once, you know, something perfect doesn't happen for them, once they have a little bump in the road, they don't know how to recover from that. And it's a mental thing because physically you can wake up if you're a baseball player and hit a baseball. Like that's, you know, it's a very, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but it's like they can do that, right? It's programmed Mm -hmm. within them. But it's more of like a mental thing. And my question is, if the Phillies, again, they get to the postseason, which I believe they will, are they going to be able to recover if they're down in a series? Are they going to be able to recover if maybe they're not having the best time at the bat in one game? Are they going to go the next game and approach that as a whole different game? And none of these guys are going to admit this, right? They're never going to say, oh, it's because I was in my head. It's They're not going to say that. But as fans as people that observe the game that watch the game and know how the game works, it's very evident that there was only one thing that didn't go right. And that was that they went cold and they were frustrated. They were swinging too early. Uh, what's good. Cassianis. No, I'm playing. I'm not going to call it players, but I am. I'm so mad still because well, I, it's like, yeah. how do they recover from this for better or for worse? We, we talk about this a lot, but their team mentality. It's always like if one person is struggling, everyone struggles. If Mm -hmm. one person goes on a hot streak, the rest of them go on a hot streak. And so that's why I think somebody like Rojas actually is really important to the lineup. Somebody like Marsh, um, people who aren't going to try to hit a home run every single time, who can get singles, doubles, triples. Like, we are we've been sorely missing that because the guys at the top of the lineup are always trying to hit it out of the ballpark every single time. And it's a bad mentality to have. Yeah, and I saw I I'm sorry, Haley. Um no, it's okay. I, <laughs> I saw I I forget who said it, but I heard something I TikTok, whatever it was, it was perfect. They when they signed, you signed Castellanos, you signed Kyle Schwarber, ball go boom. You are hitting tanks into the second deck and you are not looking back. That was the culture in 2022. It got them two games shy of winning it all. Mm-hmm. They come back, they're gutted, they're like, this sucks. You get Trey Turner, a guy who is fast on the bases, who can... Um, who hit, who's an average guy who hits for average? Who's just an overall baseball player at a position we needed. Miss Eugene Segura though. Um, and so you do that, but you lose Reese. That is something that I think showed in in the postseason this year because while they dog walked on the Marlins and they pretty much had no issue handling the Braves when it got deeper into the postseason and some bats started to get a little, a little colder and Trey Turner, Trey Castellanos wasn't hitting nukes twice a game, uh, which was ridiculous. By the way, Harper went cold. Everybody went cold after game two for some reason. Schwarber. It was the weirdest thing. 
it still bugs me because honestly, I'm I, I can't comprehend the mentality of always trying to do these big swings, these big, yeah. you know, highlight reel plays. It's well, not sustainable. It's not. And like, that's why Marsh, I have to give him a lot of credit because he really did keep the Phillies alive. And so did Alec Boehm in that game as well, that game seven. Um, Careful. Oh, well, he, he had a good hit. But I, I will give them credit, honestly, because I feel like the guy, and even Stott, he's another guy that doesn't try to have these big, I mean, he did get a grand slam against the Marlins, which is kind of cool. But awesome. um, when you go in with that mentality up at bat, and your number one focus is, okay, let's get the ball out of the park. That's an awful mentality because yeah. you can still win baseball games, believe it or not. Like, call <laughs> but you can still win baseball games if you hit it in the park. Wow. Whoa. I, a line drive. Whoa. What's that concept? Right. I don't know. But a novel a concept. A double in the gap? I've, what does that mean? Yeah. It, well, it's something that the Phillies don't know how to do. But <laughs> if they work on that. And they're able to, you know, hit the ball into those dead zones or they're able to just generate something. At least that's better than striking out. At least that's better yeah. than a pop-up. There are so many things that are better than what they did. And mm -hmm. my question is for uh, Topper, actually, because um, this is a good question for him. I didn't ask him this when I saw him the other day because I was like, I'm not going to get into this. Um yeah. What did he tell the guys? <laughs> did he say to them, let's go try and make this big play? Or did he say, hey, Kyle, listen, let's just try to get on base. Let's do whatever yeah. we can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of teams like to walk Schwarber, and I don't blame them at all. But once he wasn't hitting and he was striking out, that's a great opportunity for Schwarbs to, you know, try to choke up a little bit, try to draw a walk, try right. just try something. Mm -hmm. And they were up in that game at one point. They were they up were in game up. three, four, six, seven. They were up. Oh, not not six. Six six is an outlier. Six Nola gave a back to back. Oh, that doesn't exist. Okay, you know that is the outlier. I am so happy I was well-behaved when I saw Aaron Nola the other night, by the way. <laughs> I, I actually was texting with Kylie and Jen. We were in a group chat. Mm -hmm. And I was like, y'all, Aaron Nola is eating dinner behind me. I'm going to talk to him, but I cannot talk to him about last season. <laughs> I was like, hey, Aaron, you ready for uh, Clearwater? And he was like, how many days? I'm like, 27. And he was like, That's oh, you're perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little ironic. But – it just was a bad performance, but as much as I want to be angry, it is a new season ahead. Okay, they they choked. Fine. Yep. I can How are you going to respond? Exactly. And we talked but about on last episode. Well, but speaking of Nola, since he has the new contract, I, we feel like hopefully he settles in. This is his home for the next seven years. So, yeah, let's do it. Should inspire him because honestly, after his performance, I'm so surprised they even gave him a contract. And well, his postseason was good, except for the literal one game. Yeah, yeah. the game that mattered the most. <laughs> the game that mattered happen. the most. Tristan said home runs will naturally happen, and Phillies need to focus on getting hits, not just bombs. And for the love of the sports gods, don't get cold in October again. See, that's the thing. Perfect, Tristan. 
Yeah, that's perfect. Because we like home runs, beautiful. We love when home runs happen. We love when they hit Ashburn Alley, second deck and right field. We love them. They're beautiful. They're great. They happen. They also happen naturally. Put the ball in play. (laughs) Exactly. It's natural. Put the ball in play. Yeah. Put the ball in play. Beautiful things will happen. Mm-hmm. We saw that with Bohm's walk-off from the Dodgers when Muncie booted it. We saw when Trey Turner just hit the ball toward in, in between second and short against San Francisco. We've seen the small ball work. And just don't overthink it. <laughs> just yeah. wait for your pitch. Like That's what we tell my nephew. I like that. <laughs> wait for your pitch. How to win a baseball game. Don't overthink it. Don't okay. overthink Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just find a spot that you like to hit in when a when a baseball looks like it's going into that one spot, swing. Swing. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's always not this easy, but that's what I'm doing at MLB the show, and I'm batting 350. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um when the Phillies lost the World Series in 2009, I was sore over that, but they acquired Roy Holiday, so it was a fresh and positive start. No big acquisitions this offseason. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing that, that's kind of frustrating us a little more. Um, like, when we lost the World Series in 2022, okay, we got Trey Turner. Like, we're, like, red October, baby. Like, we're ramping it up again. A postseason hitter, uh, just a regular hitter. So we're like, all right, cool. And they got Tywin Walker, beautiful, another pitcher. They traded for Michael Lorenzen. I know he only had two wins. Michael Lolo um, with the no-no. Yeah. Which, Still an iconic honestly, moment. <laughs> honestly, I want to bring him back. I, I wouldn't mind it. Like, give right me Fujinami and Michael Lorenzen. Yeah. But- give me Taro Fujinami and Michael Lorenzen, and I'm happy. Yeah, and I get Brian, that was a really good comment. Thank you. Yeah. We'll also have a full season of healthy Bryce, though. And yeah, that's Trey so, not sorry. being not being in his head. <laughs> so that's that's the thing because obviously Reese Hoskins just signed with the Milwaukee Brewers. And get into it now, I guess. Yeah. Well, we all appreciate Reese for what he did for not only the team, but for this city with his charity and what, you know, Jamie did for the fans in the postseason. Jenna, I know you have a story with that. Um, What he did for the fan base, the city, the organization, he was the light in the dark. When this organization was losing hope, these prospects were not working out. Yeah, we had Aaron Nola, but that was it. Nobody else was working out. We weren't making the playoffs. We were losing to the Mets, the Nationals, the Braves, everybody. Reese was the one that really um, brought us hope for the future. And then, you know, we got Harper, who I'm, I can guarantee Reese helped get Harper. I agree. I said last episode he was in the All-Star game with Bryce in 2018. So if they hadn't interacted before, that was a lot of quality time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, what Reese has done for this team, the extent we'll never know, because we can speculate all we want that he got Bryce and whatever. 
Um, but he's in Milwaukee now. We all wish him the best. He's going to wear number 12 for those who haven't seen. Yeah. He's wearing number 12. Um, <laughs> yeah, you see the, yeah. Um, them bots need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a bot, a bot comment on Twitch. Um, lovely. But so, yeah, so we all love Reese. It, it's unfortunate that it went like this and we didn't get a proper farewell tour. We saw him in the, I think, Jen, you were at this game, uh, where Reese came out from to throw the first pitch. And yeah, I was there. All that stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of positive things we can say about Reese. Um, but now Bryce is at first. That really saves his elbow. Yeah, it does. It sucks to say, because if we didn't have Schreber or Castellanos, Reese would be here. I mean, yeah, that's the Phillies have multiple players that work in the DH spot. So right now they don't have they have a first baseman and they have a DH. So between um, Casti. And Schwarber. And yeah, yeah. we're getting more yeah. comments. So I want to see yeah. these. I have a really funny uh, Reese Hoskins story. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. So it's a little inappropriate. So I'm not going to say exactly what it was. But basically, people were mad at Hoskins um, in the playoffs at 2022 because he wasn't doing well. Be- this was before the bat spike. And I was like, I made a tweet and I said, listen, like, we got to support Reese. Like, he's going to ball out. Like, just give him time. So somebody <laughs> said to me, they tweeted me <laughs> and they said, and at the time, I added a different, like, Twitter, like, username it was like an NHL thing. I've and they said, seen it. at, you know, my name at the time, Haley, whatever it was, go F yourself and Reese Hoskins. Go pack his bags in the offseason. F you for supporting him. He's a oh. Blank. I remember that. <laughs> he had the like a couple games later. So I went That's and I did that And I was like, yeah, things that didn't age well, this. Okay. And then I deleted his account. Good. But I... now Hoskins, I will always defend Hoskins for numerous reasons. The Phillies, like, I know that there's a lot of people that have recently gotten into baseball, and which is cool. Like, I support it. Like, you know, I'm happy to have, you know, different people here. But I said that's probably me. Um, (laughs) but you know, for so many years, the Phillies, I'm gonna be honest, they sucked, they were not fun to watch. And if you watch Phillies baseball, you probably endured a lot of negativity, right? You were just angry Mm -hmm. all the time. But the one bright spot was Hoskins, and he truly was the person to watch, the person that actually made it a little bit more enjoyable because it was not enjoyable. So yeah. I feel like a lot of people that maybe are newer into Phillies baseball um, don't really understand the significance of Hoskins and why we're so upset about him not you know, being here and what he truly meant to all of us passionate fans. And it's mm-hmm. because we had to endure one of the worst errors of Phillies baseball. And we are so lucky that we had him. But he's more than these past, you know, couple seasons of, you know, this. he's – he, it's hard to put into words. It just, he was Phillies. Thank he you. was in a good way. Such a good player. And, you know, injuries suck. And it, it really does suck that uh, he couldn't play this season. 
But man, like I don't root for other teams. That's one thing about me, but I root for players. So I'm rooting for Hoskins. I'm not rooting for another team. No, no, no. Like, I don't, I'm like, don't get me caught up in that wrong way. Only Phillies, but you can root individually. (laughs) And I, I really hope that he does have a good season and, uh, they find some success out of Milwaukee. I appreciate Cousins both of you. Hoskins match baseballs in Reading. Hello to our yeah. friend. <laughs> um, yeah, it's thanks it for the burner account. Hate? No, I'm joking. I appreciate June third, baby. Reading. You can boo him then. <laughs> Obviously, people know he's on my shirt. He's on. I have my cup. Yeah, Jen doesn't like him at all. Clearly, yeah. Yeah, Jen, um, biggest hater. Also, hi, Lindsay. I saw you're on there. Yeah, the the Reese girlies are not doing well. So send your local Reese girlie a message of support. Um, And it is possible, again, speaking of comments, I got a comment along these lines. It's possible to be sad that he's leaving and also happy for him to get this opportunity. Yeah, he's getting paid a lot to prove himself on another team and he deserves that he deserves the money he deserves opportunity he deserves what's best for him and jamie and his entire family so that's my take again it's it's both and both are possible like we said there's no more room for stella him agrees too. oh hi stella stella She's has a couple words about reese yep sums it up she is silent because <laughs> she is shocked that this even happened no i'm playing Stella but loves yeah. this podcast. Like, I think she genuinely likes you guys because whenever we do the podcast, she's always like looking at the screen. I think maybe she likes you. She likes Philly's baseball. Oh, I will love her Here too. I, I want to meet her in person. She's so fluffy. You know what? We'll yeah. have an event for the podcast and it'll be a Stella meet and greet and I'll just have her in her stroller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I absolutely should. Please um, do. For those that are listening... <laughs> That maybe we're not physically watching this, and you're like, "Why did I just begin cracking up?" I can't say it. I know. <laughs> can't say it. Just can't say it. somebody said. Uh, no, again, our <laughs> friends, our good friend in the comments. It's inappropriate. <laughs> oh, so, sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I question doing this live, and this, this is amazing. This is funny. I needed that laugh. I was so sad um, about Reese. And then I see this comment, <laughs> and it's Aww. like, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, ten out of ten. Sometimes in life, you need to take things a little bit lightheartedly and laugh. And right now, we were getting heated, we're getting emotional. Sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm gonna laugh at some like third grade kind of comment. Absolutely. And yeah, so it's official on social media as well. Yeah. Which, Which makes means really the real physical and it's it's official, like it's, it's yeah. So I thought you were talking about that, and I looked at something that the flyers put up, and I was like, Oh, and then I'm like, Oh, wait, wrong sport, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> with Reese gone, Bryce at first, currently Rojas at center, and Marsh at left, Cassiano's at right. So, our I said. I would love to get <clears throat> well at first I wanted Jock Peterson. And then he uh-huh. gave us the biggest tease and goes to Arizona. Fine. You're dancing on your own. Enjoy that. But Ooh, bird. Um uh 
I want to see them try to get Shintaro Fujinami and um, one, like, they're not going to, Blake Snell and, and um, Jordan Montgomery probably are not going to happen. I don't see it happening. They both have interest in different teams. I see Jordan Montgomery staying in Texas. I see Blake Snell. He's not going back to the Padres. They can't afford him. Can't afford anybody. So that's out. But Lorenzen, Fujinami, and another bench bat because Jake Cave ain't it. Mm-mm. No. Jake Cave ain't no. it. No. Absolutely no. not. No. And we'd not be, say that name. Yeah. Right. So it'd be. I think they should go more for a bench bat than they should for a pitcher. I know that's usually against what I've been saying and against my beliefs of never having enough pitching. But we have Cody Clemens in the minors. Very good timing. Um, Oh, come on. Um, Cody's really nice. I don't care how he's nice or not nice. Better than Cave. Better than Cave. Cave is making $8. If I name, I will punch. And if anybody in the comments. Cave is making a million dollars this year. Yeah. A million. So. I would rather not make a million than have everybody hate me for my incompetency when it comes to baseball. (laughs) Um, I hate him. So it's, it's different. The pitching situation is kind of different because we do have pitching in the minors. The Phillies seem to be hell-bent on making Griff McGarry a starter. I personally disagree with that. Yeah. Just move him to the bullpen. It's okay. Do not have this be a Spencer Howard situation. I agree. Relief pitching is just as important as starting pitching. Mm-hmm. Relief pitching is why we lost the NLCS this year. Mm-hmm. Relief pitching is why we lost the World Series last year. Blown saves. Well, not the World Series. They got no hit in game four. So pitching gets a pass in the World Series. But the NLCS, Kimberl blowing saves, Kirkering for some reason not being able to strike out pitchers. But I, he excites me. He so does. We have, we have pitching. We don't have bats in the minors. Right. And the bats we have at the bench, the best one off the top of my head without any full memory is Edmundo Sosa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got to get a bench bat. I mean, we have Pache. Pache is good. I like Pache. No. But we need more. They need more. They do. And that's why this it's okay. Then what? But it's okay. It's it's I, I, you have to believe that they're thinking these things. Yeah, you have to. Like everybody yeah, like, was thinking, why are you putting Kyle Schwarber on defense? So why are you putting him in left field so much? He's clearly a bad defender. And then in the postseason, change so bad, yeah. so bad. But Topper mismanaging at the end of the season. Oh my gosh, cost him his job. It should have. I'm sorry. I'm not. And this is my problem. I understand. Sometimes in life, we're all about giving these, you know, these managers, these players a second chance. I'm one of those people where it's like, if you're going to choke in the big moments, then this isn't the organization for you. Because honestly, 
we're going to be you now a couple years out of that World Series appearance. You choked in the playoffs last year with mismanagement. The bats didn't get hot. A lot of stuff went wrong. And what am I going to do? Have another season of, oh, my gosh, we're going to get back into the, you know, the postseason again and choke. That's that's how it's going to be. We're going to become the new 76ers with that second round. I don't want to be the team that was close to winning it all. You have Bryce Twice. Harper and you're not going to win a World Series. Are you kidding me? They nice had not win a World Series with Bryce Harper. They had an opportunity last season. All they had to do yeah. was beat the Diamondbacks. And yeah. I know for a fact they would have won the whole entire thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. They could have. I don't know. The Rangers you know were on a freaking It's heater. okay. Wait, right? I'm going to say again, though. Topper's not the one hitting the ball at the end of no, the day. He put Craig Kimberlin. in. No, I know that, but I need to say that. Players. He is the one that's supposed to manage correctly. He is the one that's making these decisions. Charlie Manuel, one of the best of all time, Chuck. was able to get the Phillies a ring and he was able to get them back to the World Series the following year. He was phenomenal. And you know why people like Charlie? Because he still to this day inspires. He still to this day has great baseball knowledge that sticks with these guys. But Topper, I don't, yeah, and him not using Walker, that's another thing. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm not saying I disagree. (laughs) So, I think everything. It's not you that I'm upset with. It's Topper. (laughs) And he was, oh, here we go. I feel like I give the energy of just an upset Philadelphia sports fan that doesn't see many positives. It's frustrating because, you know, we all want the Phillies to win. All three of us that do this podcast, um, all of you fans, and you have to question their their postseason decisions. And, yeah. you know, this guy, he got lucky, you know, his first season going to the World Series. That's I mean, it was talent, but it was also, it's, I mean, come on, what are the odds? And you then, always need luck to go your way. Yeah. And last season, it just was a really bad ending. It and was. I'm going to be honest with you. It's time that I was disappointed. I was embarrassed because yeah. I because this is a team that should have, they should have won. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they asked me what I would do if we didn't win. And here I am. So I guess we'll never know. Yeah, Yeah, I was playing Kanye West, kind of. I was doing my remix. But I think that it's okay for, you know, we all have different viewpoints on this. And I think that's what makes this podcast so great is that Jen has her viewpoint. Kylie has her viewpoint. I have my viewpoint. And I'm sure all of you do too, because if we all agreed on something, it would be the most boring podcast. It would be like, okay, do any of them have different opinions? Yeah. <clears throat> but all three of us, we all have different viewpoints on, you know, last season. We all have different viewpoints about what they need to do. And the one common thing that I think that we all have is that we just want them to win. Absolutely. But we all have different avenues of how they should get there. So I think that makes this podcast very unique in a way. Because there's so many things out there these days that are just so boring. And it's like everyone just agrees. And I'm like. In addition to being the only all-female Philadelphia Phillies podcast. How cool is that, by the way? That we can say that. That's the best. It's and Marley, who does our graphics. Love you, um, Marley. She's a woman. She's amazing. the fire comments. Love it. But it's like one of those things, like, we're all female Philadelphia sports fans doing a podcast for another season. 
And we have such a great following for, you know, being a newer podcast. And I think it's just like a really cool thing that we get to do. And um, I think it's real. I can't like curse, but it's like bad <laughs> and a blank word. But, you know, we're just out here talking the baseball. <laughs> I hate this place. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I love no, this place. No. So it depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, call me Alec Bohm after the errors because I hate this place. But <laughs> I say that all it's the time. Tough. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, little, little too often. Got to be honest. Especially um, the Eagles season, dude. Uh, right. I, I'm. They I'm hired Vic Vangio. I'm not okay. So that that is a completely separate rant for another day. Uh, I'm we fine love with you the hire. Thanks, Tristan. Uh, thanks, Tristan. Thanks, Tristan. Marley. Thanks, Marley. We love you too. The best uh, graphics. Not for real though. Uh, but so like. Obviously, we want this group of weirdos to win. Because they are weird, actual. They're so weird. So weird. Uh, In the best way. In the best way possible. But if Bryce Harper does not get at least, at least, bare minimum, one World Series ring, that might be the biggest crime in baseball. Well, I no, that's I a lie. I don't think we should put this out there in the universe. I believe I think it's gonna, well, he's going to get a ring. Yeah. Listen, I don't care. These athletes can take it. It's their job to be mentally strong. Sometimes we're going to criticize you and it is going to be a crime. If he doesn't get a ring with the Phillies, it's a crime. Then people are going to look back. I, I think it will happen. But then, okay, here's about the thing People are going to look back at the Bryce Harper legacy and they're going to say, oh, well, the Nationals won it, you know, right after he left. Yeah. And they're going to, that's what they're going to think of. They're going to be like, oh, he couldn't win a ring. How can you say that he's one of the best? When you look at guys that are, I mean, I obviously, the Hall of Fame, uh, you know, votes and ballots, all that happened. But you look at the guys from the Phillies, Jimmy Rollins, World Series, Chase Utley, World Series. World Series. It has significance to say that you won the bleeping World Series. How can Bryce not be motivated? How can he sit there and say, oh, you know, I had a good time here in Philadelphia. I took us to the playoffs for the first time in 12 years. I don't care, bro. I don't care. This is That's a fair point. Win the whole thing. This is a good point. This is a good point. So, Aiden, I, I, I agree with it for the I listeners. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah, sorry. Some of it is on Bryce, though. He fell apart at the end of the World Series and the end of the yep. NLCS. So, Here's the here's a really very quite frustrating fact about the World Series or the NLCS and warning because this is frustrating. Bryce Harper was I forget the measurements, but he was ridiculously close to another bedlam at the bank. That last hit he had, the one where he needed to hit a home run, yeah. but he popped out. Yeah. That was ridiculously close mm-hmm. to another bedlam at the bank. Mm-hmm. So while yeah. Bryce Harper did fall apart in both the World Series and the NLCS, remember that little that little fact about the NLCS. I know it's, but yeah, I believe that he carries the weight of the team and the city yeah. on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and he's gonna play that way 
Are we happy with the Ryan Kirkring being the closer, though? Hmm. I don't think he's going to be the closer. It's going to be Alvarado. I think he'll be one of them. I think he'll be in rotation 100%. I yeah. think that here's my thing about him. I actually like him. I think that they put him in a really tough position last year in the NLCS. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that, again, he's a guy that if you give him like a couple games here and there, he's going to play well. Um, the problem that the Phillies did was they overplayed him and they put a lot of these high pressure moments on him. So I think that if you just put him in a situation where he can actually be more successful, then it's going to be a good thing. I just think that they need to be careful and manage him properly. Um, so yeah. he doesn't get in a sense overpowered by some of these other teams that do have strong hitters. And he's still such a new player. He yes. advanced all those levels already a few months. Mm-hmm. So he needs a, a full season at the major league level. Yeah, well, I, I'm going into spring training and therefore the season hoping it's more of the same with him in that sense because dude just was filthy. Um, but was it because he was a brand new arm and they hadn't seen anything of him? We don't know. We all know that hype gets brought up about a new prospect that starts hot and they're like, oh my God, and then they just kind of slow down. We've seen Ellie De La Cruz do it. We've seen a couple other guys do it recently. So uh, it was the most the kid had ever pitched in his baseball life while that he was even there in the playoffs. Exactly. So it's going to be exciting to see what Kirkering does. I, I'm going to this into this purposely with no expectations mm-hmm. because we don't know. We didn't we barely knew who the kid was before he got called up. Yep. He was making his rounds, getting called up, dominating, just throwing heat. But in Major League Baseball, they're always trying to one up you. They're always trying to find out what your tells are, if you're tipping pitches, what all of that stuff is. Yep. So we'll see what happens with him. I know he got caught up all the way to the big leagues for a reason. Um, He may not even make it out of camp. Exactly. He really may not make it out of camp. We do not know. It's best to see, just go in with no expectations. Whatever happens, happens. If he's back on the team, that's perfect. That's great. We want that. Just we'll see what happens with that. Um, it's, there's a lot of unknown with him, pretty much. We've seen and obviously of- we want him to be successful. So it's just one of those things where we don't know his status yet. Mm-hmm. But we're assuming that if he does make it, then they're not going to use him a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's That's a good point. There's so much unknown with him that anything can happen. He can either be playing a lot. He can play not much. He could be down in the minors again. Mm-hmm. No one knows. <clears throat> it's gonna. It's probably going to suck for him if he doesn't because he just had this wild ride and then he's back in the minors. So that would be unfortunate. But hopefully it's a little – hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully he is – the exact person he was last year before the postseason. And again, hopefully um, it, mot- it motivates him too. Yeah, hopefully. He's at the highest level. Hoffman will be so much fun to to see. 
I loved watching Hoffman pitch. He was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch. And then, of course, we all know, followers of the podcast know, who Jordan Disson is. Disson, who played for Clearwater last year. Friend of our podcast. <clears throat> friend of our podcast. Caught Orion Kirkering in the beginning of the season. That is unheard of. Yeah. Like, bottom line is we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the Phillies are thinking. We don't know. Like, he's probably going to, he's going to be in big league spring training, obviously. What does he do after that? We'll find out. I'll be there for a week. Are any of you going? Forgot to ask you guys. I have bought, I have purchased my plane tickets. You know how, okay, just, last year <laughs> I went the first weekend. This year I'm planning to go. The, and the you final. saw Trey Turner's first at-bat ever? Yeah. It was so fun. Um, this weekend I was, this time I was planning to go the last weekend. I don't have my game tickets yet, so, and still organizing the logistics with the same best friend I went with last year. So it's a maybe. It's a highly likely maybe for me. Hello. So I'll be in Florida um, a little bit in March for hockey, obviously. Um, the Flyers, they play the Panthers and then the Lightning. But being said, the Phillies also will be having some spring training games. So I'm going to try to get to one. It might be an away game, but um, I'm going to try to see it. Obviously, my life revolves around hockey at the moment. Of course. But. I'm like, oh, well, I'll be in Florida. The Phillies obviously will be in Florida. Let's try to do this. And so away we'll game would be cool, too, just to see. Yeah. Well, um, the area in Florida where all my family lives is where the Mets play. Oh. Which, okay, I, I know. But you know what the funny thing is, though? You can really Are they playing Boca? People. Yeah, it's by, like, Boca. Yeah. But you can troll these people. you just like, oh, how do the Mets do? And then they don't know what to say. <laughs> Well, the well, Phillies fans travel well. Like there would be other Phillies fans. Oh yeah, no, that whole area is like all Philly, basically. Not a lot Amazing. of um, New York people in that area, so it's a lot of Phillies fans. So perfect. It's, yeah, it's fine. You know what it is, and I was thinking about it. Does it feel like it's almost about to be baseball season? Because for me, it doesn't. It doesn't today because it was eighty degrees where I live today. But eighty. <laughs> Yeah, it literally hit 80 degrees. It's Wait, 64 what? right now, but it was seven. It was 75 when I got on. Wait, like out on these streets, it's not like freezing? No, no it, it was hot and humid today. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to be for real. I go to work at like 4 a.m. I come home around like 1030, whatever. Yeah. So you get the cold. I get the cold. But yeah, but like during, I mean, I would, I didn't. That's like crop top season. That's it, Port St. Lucie. That's right. That's right. Yep. And that's where I have family, like kind of like in that area, but. Um, I'm not going to give out the Addies, but yeah. Wow. I'm like looking on my streets and I'm like looking to see what people are wearing. I know. This, like... is, this is one thing I also want to talk about. Okay. Mick Abel. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Valid. Like, <laughs> Because with Same. with these two, like painter is painter, and like that dude's gonna hopefully just be stupid. Um, but we're not gonna see painter until at I he's not gonna see this season. 
like I would like for him to be able to see maybe at the end of the year, but he's not even going to – like if he does come back to play games, it's not going to be at the major league level. They're going to throw him low. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really do not see him at all ever touching um, a Citizens Bank Park mound ever this year. Um, so next year it's going to be a lot of fun to anticipate. Year three is going to be fun. For this podcast, uh, but with Mick Abel, a number six starter after the trade deadline, kind of like a Michael Lorenzen sort of thing, um, to give Walker, Wheeler, Nola some breaks for to get ready for the postseason. I could see that happening. I mean, I'm definitely not opposed to it. I just want to see him get more pitching in in. Lehigh Valley, because... I think that's the key. We've all seen people getting promoted too soon, pitchers and position players. I was there for his debut in AAA, and um, it was encouraging to see... (laughs) It was encouraging to see him get out of the trouble that he got himself into all but one time. I believe he only allowed one run. I got I can look it back up, but I believe it was only one run allowed. Um, so he did get into some trouble, but he got himself out of that trouble. So that was good to see. That's what I like to see out of a pitcher. Can you get out of the trouble you get yourself into? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. I, we saw. <laughs> yeah. Haley, why? The Brewers had – let me say what Haley's showing. The Brewers had the audacity – to do the bat spike, and then update Reese's jersey into a Milwaukee Brewers jersey. Yep, they did. I'm not going to lie. Whoever did that Photoshop is actually really good. I know. That was clean. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's clean, but it's disrespectful. That's one of the <laughs> yes. best moments that he's ever had is the Philadelphia Philly, and it's like, yeah. don't touch that. That is. Would our- you say that's your favorite moment? Because that's my favorite moment. I was there for it. It's my favorite. He's had a lot of good moments. It's hard to, and I know the bat spike is probably the most memorable thing, and it will be. But I mean, throughout his entire time of being a Philly, there's so many things, and it's hard to pinpoint one thing. That's what um, I said. I agree. I I would say like a compilation of moments, right? Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of most memorable, that would be it. I liked Petty Reese, um, especially oh, playing, dude, against, that was playing against the Mets <laughs> and. You know, just like the like the time one. he trotted around the bases, such an underrated moment mm-hmm. of his. But yeah, I loved when he when he was petty, when he was cocky. Like golden retrievers can can get mad too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm mad every day. Right. Exactly. No, um, I'm really not. It's it is what it is. Does Bryce Harper wanting a new contract pop back up again? Hmm. I'm not sure. Because we got to re-sign. We're we're probably going to re-sign Wheeler. I mean, that should be the priority, honestly. That is apparently their priority right now. Good. Since they lost it on Yamamoto. It's going to happen. You'd be stupid not to. Yeah. That's why I'm not stressing about it. Because it's going to happen. he yeah. wants to play for us. He's going to play for us. He 
we knew it was going to be an underpay, and it is a massive underpay. Um, and this is exactly what Bryce Harper knew going into this. It's not mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, he loves the city. Anybody would love playing for the city that's like him. Um, he knew what he was doing with that contract. He, he knew. Uh, he knows that he knew he was going to perform. And he knew that he was going to be a fan favorite for the Phillies. And he knows, and he knew that if the Phillies were to in any way mishandle him as a ball player, they would be forced to relocate to Canada. (laughs) He knew that. And he knows that. And we know. Middleton knows that. Yeah. And Bryce is a Boris client, as we all know. So. Sometimes it's also a Boris client, Stott. Sometimes it's a strategy, a Boris strategy as well. Just kind of start planning. You know who's not? Who? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Not cool enough. Me neither. Are you you hitting tanks into the second deck? (laughs) Uh, Listen, uh, they want to put me out there and uh, give it a go. I'll try 100%. Hey, we talked to Mark Capella about this charity. We have to do this charity event. Let us hit tanks. Oh man, that was a good idea too. Uh, Phillies charities. Uh, I would love to. I would love to work with Phillies charities. Yeah, that'd be fun. No, yeah. I would love to to do stuff for them. Because doing stuff with Flyers charities. I mean, it's truly awesome. Like the different outreach they have for the community. So I think mm-hmm. like something like that with the Phillies could be fun. So let's give it a go. Um, with them <laughs> fingers, bell smashers, <laughs> and Phillies charities. Yes. Yeah, making them bell and smash do. for the there kids. For the kids. <laughs> Um, about Abel, the stuff he has is nasty. If he can have a tiny bit more control, he's going to be a solid number two or three. Yeah. He's not going to be a bona fide like ace, but he's going <laughs> to he's, he's going to be good. He's just got to get better control. And he's able. I think he will. Um, I'd like to see y'all try hitting 80 mile per hour fastball. Dude, I highly really want this. To do it. I have said this for the longest time. All I want in life is to have a pitcher throw a hundred mile an hour heaters down the middle for me just so I can try to foul it off. I just want to try. All I want that's all I want to try. That's all I'm I not gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there watching you try. <laughs> the ball may not that's hit the bat, but it might hit me. That's right. There you go. So like as long as I know it's gonna be down the middle, if it's gonna be down the middle and just I know it's not gonna hit me. I I know I can have a shot at potentially getting contact. That makes me nervous. I would put protective gear on you so you don't break any bones or anything. Well, if if it's guaranteed to just go straight down the middle, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's it. I'll be good. I'll but, wear a helmet. Yeah. Definitely need a helmet at least. I don't yeah. know. Uh, listen. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Before the ball even comes out of the hand. Exactly. Baseball exactly. is simple. You just have to swing, hit the ball, and run. There you go. Advice for the 2024 Phillies. Yeah, it's so simple. Just, just hit a baseball. <laughs> just hit a baseball. It's so simple. Did you guys simple. see that comment? Now imagine. 
Alvarado at a 98 mile an hour cutter. Dude. No, we love Alvarado Bill. here on Bell Smashers. <laughs> yes, we do. <sighs> All right. Well, anyway, this is my, pl- uh, my plant who is named Reese. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jen's really down bad right now. <laughs> yeah, she is. Some very, people very have pets. I have this plant. Yeah. God. Okay. Well, that concludes another episode of Bell's Masters. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. We got one more two? thing. One more thing. One more thing. I forgot. Yes. Hall of Fame. Yes. Utley, 28%. Rollins, 14%. It's a I was looking at Which is atrocious but horrible apparently helton it was helton's sixth year on the ballot and when he started he got 16.5 percent so that's not to say like i hope rollins i mean gets in sooner but i was gonna get utley coming off the first year at 28 percent is great sign yeah he's not a first ballot hall of famer but that 28.8 percent very very encouraging for utley it's Rollins is it was Rollins' second year, if I remember correctly. And third, I wrote down third year. but I, I might have I don't remember. Second um, or third. I'm concerned. Me too. I'm concerned. Me too. Um I mean R- Rollins and Utley were the cornerstone of that 2007 to 2011 team. Mm-hmm. Like he like Rollins, Utley, Howard were the staple. Yep. Oh, um, I wanted to mention this because I put up a Twitter poll, by the way, before we begin the episode, which is something I think I'm going to do uh, before each episode of the podcast. Just that way we can, you know, talk to our friends on uh, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. And I said, yeah. how would you grade the Phillies as offseason? Uh, 0% for A, 20% for B, <laughs> 47% for C, and 33% for D and F. A lot of people said incomplete, but a lot of votes. Um, so... Yeah, clearly, as I was saying, not much to talk about with this offseason. And, uh, yeah, not much you can say, but I wanted to put that out there. So thank you to everybody thank that you. follows on Twitter. Yeah. Bell Smashers Pod. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, everyone, I that. Everyone who commented today. Um, and you. now we can see your Twitter slash X comments as well. So. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Thank you. Shout all, out to for that. Yes, shout out to StreamYard. That's what we use. So we love them. Any final thoughts on the Phillies? I can tell Haley has some. <laughs> I like baseballs. There you go. That's there you go. Jen. Reese, I love you. I always will. Um you and Jamie both. I, I did get one of the free Jamie Hopkins beers. And I actually gave her little things that I thought she would like, like a golden retriever sticker. Um, so I hope she felt special <laughs> in that moment because it was a highlight for me. And yeah, I will see. I will be there on June 3rd when Reese comes back to Philly. Me too. And I'm Pretty planning- good to I'm also going to plan to go when he comes to D.C. So I'll never stop supporting him. No, never stop supporting. And Schwarber's contract is up in two years. 
I know some people are already saying, keep that thought if, in your mind, everybody. <laughs> keep the thought in your mind. Just saying. Just saying. We'll see. My final thought is thank you, Reese, and good luck. Love it. We will see you guys. And I will still fight blooper. That's we right. Will, dude, dude, opening day, we're squaring up the blooper. <laughs> There you go. Bring it on. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Me at CBP. I'll be like, Ayo, who wants to fight me? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Please don't offer that. WWE style. Um, WWE. <laughs> UFC. God. All right. We'll UFC. see you guys shortly with the rest of our shenanigans. As always. Thank you for listening. Um, bye. bye, guys. <laughs>